Welcome to the Building PA podcast. I am sitting here with uh, John O'Brien, my partner. My name is Chris Martin. I'm with Atlas Marketing. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Good morning. And I am with Ron Stefanik. And, well, I should say we are with Ron Stefanik, who's the apprenticeship coordinator with the plasters and cement masons. Correct. I apologize. Yeah. Um, Ron, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here. Okay. I was taught by the greatest generation that was my uncles who came back from the Second World War. And they were such an influence on me because they were my heroes. So naturally, I listened to the stories every night at the dinner table. Um, even though mom wanted me to go to college, I did go to college and I got my degree. But that inside of me still said I wanted to do construction. So lo and behold, after all these years, uh, 40 years as a cement mason, but totally 51 years because I started out as a laborer out of Catanning in 952. So that's where I'm at at this point in my life. That is so I love how you you, you talk about the greatest generation and, and, and how you got here in terms of, the, you know, the influence from your uncles. That's great because we know that that is very typical in the construction industry. Um, so what what made you choose to become a cement mason? OK, so the thing about it is um, at the time that I graduated or whatever, that's when the, the Pittsburgh and the steel industry was in a downturn and and we didn't have the renaissance yet like we had today so it was very easy for me to i started off with a with an office job with babcock and wilcox and i i knew that making out checks and doing time sheets wasn't my cup of tea i had to be out there with the excitement uh, sounds and construction and the beep beep beeps and all that kind of stuff so i followed my heart and i followed um, my mom passed away and my dad was still in the industry and I said no greater thing to be able to work with your father so that's that's why I evolved into that uh, the cement masons. now if my dad would have been an electrician or whatever I would have followed him that way because he was my hero and that's why I chose to stay with the uh, you know the concrete end of it so because and, of my father and, and, and I like that too because all the unions that we work with and, and same with John and, and the KCA and everything, everybody has that family story. And, and that's the nice thing about the union side of, of construction is, is that that brother, that bond, that that, hey, come on, I'm going to put my arm around you. We're going to show you how to do this. So you're not going to fail. Right. And, and, I, and I can imagine, you know, as the apprenticeship coordinator, that's part of what you're doing, you know, on a daily basis. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, how how long did it take you to become the apprenticeship coordinator? Well, uh, it was actually uh, okay for about thirty years. I, I was in the field. Okay, and uh, so I've been apprentice coordinator for going on nine, actually going on ten years. So if you if you take the ten from the the 40 years of concrete and simple math that that's that's about what I was out in the field for about 30 years right. um, doing doing floors doing chimneys doing well, you name it and uh, it, it exposed me to a lot of different things over the years so, so who better to teach the uh, the the next generation right yeah yeah and if the, as long as the passion is still there as long as the passion and then 
there's such an opportunity for these young people today that it's unbelievable. And I want to make sure that, you know, I, I always say on my tombstone, I want it to be Ron did everything he could to perpetuate unionism on planet Earth. And then I'll be happy that these young kids followed my path. Right. Well, that's yeah. great. That's, yeah. good. that's good. Great. Very good. Speaking of uh, young kids, um, let's let's reach out to them and let's talk. Let's focus on them for a little bit. So, like, what 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 can they expect if they wanted to be a cement mason? Like, what's a cement mason do nowadays? What's the training like? Uh, just kind of touch on them a little bit. Okay, so we look at you have to you have to be like an active type person, and um, we don't make you take a test. But we when I interview, I want to see that sort of I I need that look in your eye that says, yeah, I'm an outdoors person. I played a team sport because concrete is a team activity. It's just like playing football or whatever. I'm looking for somebody that is not afraid of a challenge every day. You're going to get challenged with the wind, the rain, the snow, um, and uh, the batching plant and all these things. You have you can't be that kind of place, a complacent person that says, Oh, you know what? Um, you know, I don't want that kind of challenge. So I look at all these different things. Um, some of our students aren't A students or C, B students, but that doesn't hold them back from not being dynamite workers because a lot of them really didn't like school, you know, and and now I don't hold that because some of my best workers are C and B students. So so uh, I want to make sure I give them that opportunity Maybe I don't see, maybe I don't see something right away, but I get them out in the field and all of a sudden that light bulb comes on and it's like, and that's already happened to me. So, uh, so we give them every opportunity to spread their wings and fly in this business, especially now when we all need workers that are willing to work and, uh, and uh, get a sustainable income, family sustaining income for, uh, you know, and so that, that's what we look for. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is there anything a high school student could do now while they're in school to prepare to become a cement mason? Well, yeah. <clears throat> when we interview, um, I normally have uh, 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 somebody from one of either the um, heavy highway or the builder's uh, trade that comes over. And what we look at, we look at attendance. We look at you know, uh, that's a big thing because that sh that demonstrates the um, the the ability to want to learn. And if I get an apprentice out there and if he's bucking me all the time and he doesn't want to listen, well, then he's not going to learn. So that's I, I, I tell them um, naturally it's good to, um, you know, have good math skills and science skills. But that's not that's not a big thing in our business because. You know, we're not electricians or iron workers. We're, we're making calculations all the time. We're more or less the type of guys that are like, um, you know, I got girls that are cross-country skiers, and I got guys that are trainers in the gym. Those very active people that can't sit still, that's what, that's what I want to see uh, as a young person. You know, no complacency because there's no, com there's no room for complacency when that – paving machine starts going, you you have to be able to run with it and know that you're that kind of person that this is my challenge for today. This is what I want to do. 
and I'm not going to get beat up, you know. So that that's what we for, really. <laughs> I yeah. like that. I like that. What have you seen over over your ten years as the training director, as far as the type of the type of uh, people that are entering the program, people looking to get into the program? Have you seen a, a shift at all as the economy has changed over the last ten years? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, we preach till, like my mom used to say, till we're blue in the face. Preach, you kid. So. We preach to the guidance counselors in the high schools and we say, listen, um, you know, everybody wants their child to go to college, but yet there's students out there that aren't college material that want to work with their hands. And so please encourage them if they don't want to go to college. I don't want them sitting at home watching reruns of Gilligan's Island in their mom's basement. I want them to know that the building trades 16 of us there, iron workers, boiler makers, cement masons, on and on and whatever, that they're going to be able to come in there and we're going to we're going to embrace them and tell them, listen, we need warm bodies. We need people. And you're the if you're the type of person that wants to work, we're going to show you how to make family sustaining wages. And it's a very warm situation that, um, you know, all the ethnic groups, the females or whatever, everybody has an opportunity unlike it's ever been in my 40 years. It's never been like this. It's like, you know, when we're we're, we're begging on people to say, come on, you know, and join the trades. And uh, so that's that's it's so exciting right now. It's it's off the chart as far as like these cracker plants, heavy highway. There is uh, there's. We need to do so many bridges and so many places. Like two years ago, um, Pennsylvania said we need to we need to repair 600 bridges in so much time. So so all of a sudden the money's there and we're going to do it. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a very very exciting time for the industry for sure. So uh, yeah, you found you know a high school high school grad. He's motivated. He's excited. He wants to work out in the field. What's what's he to expect the first year when it comes to training? And I heard a little rumor you guys earn while you learn, so you might want to throw that that in there too. Uh, but yeah, what, what's a first year to expect? Okay, the first year kids, what we do is we take put them through a pre-apprenticeship for two weeks. Pre-apprenticeship, uh, we make sure they have OSHA 10 so they're safe. We make sure they have CPR, AED, and uh, first aid. Um, we take them out that week. We show them how to pound pins, set forms. We're not, go- they're not going to be home run hitters in two weeks, but they're not going to be like a deer in the headlights either. They're be- we get their toe in the water. So then after two weeks, we put them on the out of work list. And then our contractors, our signatory contractors, we encourage them. Here's young people. Uh, we need to get them to work. And uh, so uh, as June and July and August comes and we, we, we place these apprentices with, uh, the signatory contractors, whether it be heavy highway or building trade. And then that's their opportunity to learn in real time, not just in a classroom setting, but in real time, all the sights, the sounds, the smells and everything that's involved in being on the job. That's the beauty of apprenticeship. And, and and in that pre-apprenticeship period, that two-week period, are they mostly in, in the in the classroom versus on the job? 
what again what on John's question what can they expect there okay what we what we do is we're about the first week we 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 make them safe okay we get them in a classroom then the second week we'll go to like um um there might be a contractor out there that needs a section of driveway poured at, at his facility um we have uh we have a a place down in millville pittsburgh mobile that um he batches he has batching trucks and he'll batch us 20 yards of concrete or whatever and we'll pour a section there he always has something to pour so that second week we actually take them on the job set forms and create real time you know uh and uh so that they so that they have a real idea of um uh just not we first start them out in wet sand just like you do in, at the beach we start them off with wet sand and, and show them exactly how to straight edge how to edge and everything and then and then the next step is and then like like that's that's what we do the second week is we'll we'll find them something to pour yeah. and uh, and sometimes we even do community stuff like um uh, dugouts in little league field or a set of steps or something like that something that um uh, for a non-profit profit organization perfect yeah perfect. yeah with that said what are some of the requirements that if i'm if i'm a high school senior hearing you talk or and i'm saying hey wait a second i really want to get involved with this what do I need to do to, to, to get involved? Okay, first of all, we cover 33 counties. So we're not gonna send you to one place to where you can get on a bus and go to work for the next 30 years. So we tell you, you have to have a, uh, a driver's license, very, you know, and then you have to have access to uh, an automobile. Sometimes these young people, they don't have any money yet. So grandma has a car or uh, grandfather has a car. As long as we, as long as we have some sort of ownership that says, yeah, yeah, an owner's card that says they have the ability to go to work, um, social security card, absolutely, they have to have it. Um, we can take their applications before they're 18 and get all the preliminaries done, but we can't send them to work till they're 18. So that's, uh, you know, we can train them, we can get them ready, but then. But then by June the 1st, after we get done with pre-apprenticeship in uh, April, then they have to be ready. And uh, so, and have, they have to have a high school diploma or GED. And, uh, and so uh, we tell them work on this. So it's all out of the way. So there's no roadblocks or obstacles to us getting you into the, uh, the workforce. And like you said, it's a great time to get in. So I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> You know, let me leave you with this thought. Um, so, so you asked. So, I asked myself, why did I decide to do this? I remember, I remember when I was in Catholic school, the nuns wanted me. They said I liked art, and you wanted to be an artist. Well, now I tell my these young people that when I'm going to um, career fairs and stuff like that, I say our portrait is on the ground. Okay, my portrait is. That concrete comes out of the truck and it looks like mother's oats or whatever. At the end of the day, there's 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 your portrait. And uh, and so that's the excitement of being, I look at myself as an artist. Um, if I'm gonna do your driveway or if I'm gonna do, um, you wanna see some artistry, go to Las Vegas and you'll see, uh, you'll see pervious concrete, you'll see uh, colored concrete, you'll see polished concrete. 
And that's just one example of um, the beauty of what we can do with something that I got in a truck in the morning. So that's what always floated my boat as far as um, taking something and, and developing a portrait. And uh, so it's it's that wow did I do that at the end of the day, you know? And and, uh, and if you have the right team and Mother Nature um, uh, supports you as far as a beautiful day, no rain, no all that kind of stuff then everything just falls in line and it's like then you're you know you're happy right. you know you're yeah on a scale of one to ten we always shoot for a ten right. and so all those different things have to line up mother nature the batching plant uh the correct amount of teamwork you know and so on and so forth and then it's like yeah i did my homework and everything's great yeah. so that's it, every day is a challenge every day and you have to have that kind of person that's willing to accept that challenge just like just like if the Steelers are playing somebody, you put your helmet on and it, you got to be ready to go. Yeah. That's what our industry yeah. is. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I really like what you just said, though, about how, how you were you, you coming out of high school. You were in art. You liked art. You were really there. And you can apply that to the, the cement masons and, and, and your, sure. your line of work. So any any high school senior, high school junior out there, boy or girl, can can relate to that and i think that's important to help some of the younger kids now understand that you're not going to go out on the job site and just be this non-stop hammering nails and doing all these things there's an art form to it there is a beauty to it so thank you for sharing that i think yeah. that's great i think oh, that's good, really good, really good. good no the market's good and the cement masons are looking for future artists so look them up I like that and if you're interested in becoming a, a cement uh, artist, reach out to our friend here, Ron Stefanik. Uh, how, how can we? How can kids get a hold of you? Okay. Um, first of all, um, we have a website. It's opcmia526.org. Okay. And you can also look on the Builders Guild or Apprentice.org. But the Builders Guild of Western Pennsylvania is very elaborate, and they, they and they highlight all the trades so so if i get a young person that's maybe not sure of wanting to be a cement mason i just say listen we want you in our union family so and we want you to follow your heart so make yourself happy and pick one of the trades if i'm not one of them i still feel you're in good hands because you, there's no bad picks in the builders guild of western pennsylvania none you know what you're in good hands. That's Absolutely. true. True. That is true. Great advice for uh, our young our young folks who are considering a construction trade. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, joining us today on the Building PA podcast. And Ron, thank you for stopping by. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Ron. Thanks a lot, Ron. And uh, tune in to our, our next podcast. Uh, again, that's Building PA podcast. And have a great day. Thank you. See ya.